Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I'm your host, Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, but also my partner in life, Rachel Campos Duffy. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Welcome back to another round of our conversations from the kitchen table. And this one's really exciting. By the way, no guests. It's just you and I today. Wow. It's just you and I because we're going to talk about marriage. And I had come up, I had found an article about New Year's resolutions for marriage. And I'm like, oh, this would be great. Let's do, let's look at all the different things. Let's invite this person who wrote the article and talk about it. And then I started to look deeper at the resolutions. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not what I would do. That's not what we would do. That's not what keeps our marriage healthy. So we decided to come up with our own list of what keeps our relationship going. And I do think it's appropriate to do here in January because we had it. We had a podcast, which is really good on resolutions. And mine was definitely about trying to get back in shape. But truthfully, nothing is more important than working on your relationship. Right. Because if you don't have a good relationship or if your relationship or marriage falls apart, you really kind of have your whole life crumble in front of you. And so (laughs) we've been married for 23 years. It's been pretty good. Uh, I would say we've we've been pretty productive. Ups and downs, but like everybody else. Nine kids. Um, And so, yes, we thought we would share kind of what our advice is on on marriage and marriage success and what we do to uh, have a healthy uh, life together in a healthy yeah. home. And a I mean, a lot family. of young people do come to us and ask us like, Hey, what's the, you know, what's, way, just to, what's uh, the key? Just here? a side note. I was like, how long we've been married for 23 years. It seems like it's not 23 years. It seems no, like it, it's, it, actually that's know, a good sign. Like six or seven years of marriage. I'm like, 23. I agree. That's I'm, a good I can't sign. be that old. So, all right, let's talk about. Okay. So the first right thing now. that we, we sat down, we, we had a really big, nice discussion about what we thought has been the key to our success. And I think the first thing is, that we prioritize our marriage. I think anyone who knows us sees that that's the most important thing to us. And that includes our friendship. You know, you're my best friend. We just keep the friendship going. And so this is one that I think all the other ones kind of encompass, but we do prioritize our marriage in the sense that we will always rebalance and recheck with each other. If someone has a problem, we'll sit down and, and talk about it. Um, we, we spend time together because it's a priority for us. And if it's not a priority, because listen, in life today, there's a whole bunch of things that can pull us away from our marriage, whether it's, you know, our, our jobs, jobs, our workout, our phones, our social media, our kids, our, our friends, 
I mean, there's a lot of distractions they can pull us away from the most important relationship in our lives. And a lot of people do get distracted from that. Um, but I think we always have to rebalance and recenter and say, this is the most important relationship that I have. Because again, when I, I love my kids, my kids are important to me, but my kids have a lot of stress in their life. If my relationship with them yeah. doesn't work out well, right? <laughs> their lives will be a lot worse. I have if stress ours in my, is not going well. I have stress in my job. If my relationship with you doesn't go well, um, I can't imagine what kind of posts I put on social media if my, yeah. if my relationship with you doesn't go very well, right? So again, we realize that um, our most important thing in our lives is, is our relationship and our faith, which we're going to get to in a little while as well. Yeah. I mean, people spend a lot of time, you know, mapping out their career courses and mapping out a lot of things. And this is truly the most important relationship that you have in your life. And like you said, Sean, if it doesn't go well, everything else sort of crumbles. And so I think the next things we talk about is how do we prioritize our marriage and some of the advice we have. And, and can I just, before we move yes. on to that, we've rearranged our lives in order to prioritize our marriage. So when Sean was in Congress, uh, we, uh, we, for years, we were, there reached a point where we were like, this is not the right balance. We talked about it. We deliberated about it. We prayed about it. And eventually we made a very difficult life change so that we could prioritize our marriage and our family. But that was a big part of it. It wasn't even, I mean, listen, I've, I've lived in Wisconsin my whole life, 50 years. I was a member of Congress from Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin. I am like, that's in my blood. That's I'm a military brat. I moved around a lot. I've never lived anywhere else in my life, but Wisconsin. And you got the Fox and Friends weekend job. And we did that for a couple of months where you were leaving on the weekend. There was a few you know, times during the week that I had to leave. And it was me who said, listen, this does not work for our relationship. It doesn't work for our family. Yeah, that's right. And so though I love this place, I love you more. I love my family more. And we moved out to New Jersey so you could be closer to your job and we could all be together. And yeah. again, that's not prioritizing. My whole family lives in Wisconsin for the most part. Uh, my parents and my, my siblings, um, it's a place that we had a home and a, and a cabin and, and our friends but the most important thing is is our relationship, and so we moved out here so we could be right. together more often. Making and that, listen, that was a, that was a big choice that we made, but I think it's the right choice because we prioritize being together. And if we don't spend time together, again, you're in New York for the weekend, and I'm going to DC still a little bit during the week. Um, we spend less time, and I think you grow apart. There's an option to to, to start live living separate that's lives. That's another. That's another one what of our it, tips. We'll it, get to that one is. in a minute. Oh, sorry, I don't. So let me let me move this along. Let me move this along. So the other thing I think that you and I have done well in our relation is in our relationship is we found little moments. We always try to is find this, little is, moments. Is this one of our other topics now? Little moments. Little mo- find okay. little moments. Yes. So it could be you know the kids just went to school and we're gonna have a cup of coffee together. We're really good about we do a lot of coffees together. I have more and coffee house, than you we do. go, okay, we're going to multiple cups. Yeah. And be, you know, find that little time when we're up at the cabin in Northern Wisconsin, we'll, you know, organize the kids at the end of the day. You know, we spend the whole day, like Sean's taking them water skiing and we're doing this with them. We're doing that with them. And then at the end, we're like, all right, you guys are in charge of these kids. And even if it's just for 15 minutes, we're going to go on a boat ride alone. And a lot of times they're like, please take us with, and we like, have to go, no. no this time is just for us. Or in the morning, we wake up and go out to the end of the dock and have a cup of coffee. And it's time that we just get to talk about what's going on, what's in our mind, you know, what's going well, what isn't, what we're doing for the day. But those special moments are important in the connection. And I think, and which is another thing we're going to talk about is, is the friendship that you build with your spouse 
through those times. Even listen, sometimes we'll find ridiculous movies sometimes to watch late at night when the well, kids we are have, going we to bed. Well, we find a series that we like. Yeah. We, we, we both love Yellowstone. Now we're into 1886. Obviously, we don't watch that with our kids. Not appropriate. So we steal away. We find that time. That That's just our time. And we'll I think that the movie after the, the series. After. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually going to write a pod. I'm going to write an article about this because I I'm, we might do a podcast about it because I have some some issues there. But anyway, we do. We find that time, whether it's a cup of coffee, a series that we watch, moments we catch, a sunset, whatever it is. Got to find those little moments. But you also and Sean, you're better at this than me. This is my next point. You also need to find big moments. Right. And the big moment is, yeah, you can steal away for a cup of coffee and yeah, you, maybe you go for a walk and maybe you go mm-hmm. on a boat, maybe or a drive. But the big moment is, you know, I think there's times that you just have to get away more than a cup of coffee. Maybe you can like, I, I so like last year, Rachel and I had been just going hard and I was like, you and I have to get away. Let's go on a vacation. And she kept saying no to me. She wouldn't. She I wouldn't. said no, because we had so much to do. Right. I kept right. thinking about the kids and we had to do this. We have to do that. Finally, you got mad at me. I got mad. I'm like, listen. He's I, like, what? You don't want to go? <laughs> I, I had planned a great vacation. I had planned like a, something that I really want to do that we've never done. She actually, I know, wanted to do it. And she kept saying no to me. And I got angry. I'm like, listen, we never get away. Um, this is a perfect trip. Do you not want to go on vacation with me? What the hell is going on? I know. And then she felt bad. And then she said yes. And we went on this great vacation in the Caribbean. And and then we ended up staying a couple days. Yeah, it was so good we that we so actually had together. to call our babysitter. And go, can can you stay an extra day? And then we called again. We're like, can you stay one more day? And finally, Sean's like, Rachel, we got to go home. <laughs> and, and for us, it's hard because we have a lot of kids, and so to navigate and manage a getaway is it's we, not easy. It's not easy for just. But know, it was so important, a, a, and I a was just, so lame. Just can't come over and like watch the kids for a couple of nights because you got one or two. Like there's we have- only a few people that can handle our brood for that period of time. But, but I'm so glad. You know, when I look back on that time and that time was so special, it was so great. And by the way, I'm glad we took as long as we did out there, because when your lives are busy, it takes a long time to decompress. But we managed to do it. You were super flexible when I was like, I'm so relaxed. Please don't make me go back. (laughs) And we stayed those extra two days. And I mean, I just want to kick myself to think that I almost, you know, blew this whole thing up and didn't go. And I want just a, a, a point of reference. We don't we didn't do a lot of time away together like that. Like I think for for I think it was when you were in years, Congress, it was impossible. Eight years we went and we would do political events. We would do you know events around work, but never did you and I just take a vacation where you and no, I went it, off. It had been and, a long time. We used something. to do that before you were in Congress. We, we did. We take the kids down to my parents' house, and then he and I would go off. But once he got into college, we sort of lost track of that, and that is was so so important. And so I think whether it's I want we want to go camping. We want to go um, get a hotel room for a couple of nights and get away together where you can have dinner and hang out and have a, an extended period of Without time together. We're getting you and build think- the bond of the of the marriage. And it doesn't have to be every month, but you know, once a year, once every year and a half, you need to get away together. So true. Because if you don't, again, I think you you just have the hardship of again with us where it's kids. There's a there's a, there's a lot of managing of kids and life and a house. That can consume you as opposed to the reason you it got can married. wear you down. Yeah. It can wear you down. And again, I think it's important, especially Rachel for, doesn't wear me down. But no, but I think me. that you do get into the grind. You do get onto that like hamster wheel of being a taskmaster and taking care of everything. And then you feel bad, right? You know, you feel like, well, maybe we should just all bring all the kids. And I think that's the wrong. Sometimes I think it's, okay it's a good kids, of course. But... Obviously, you want to take family vacations, but there has to be a time where you go just with your spouse. And you also acknowledge that that time that you're spending with your spouse alone, 
those four to eight days is actually a gift to your kids. It's actually a right. gift to your kids. You have to keep reminding yourself. So I know a lot for a lot of moms, that's hard to, to process because you feel like, oh, you feel guilty, but you just got to do it. 100%. Okay. So I'm going to move us along. The next thing we talked about was that danger of starting to lead separate lives. Yes. And you and I, and I have to give you a lot of credit, Sean, because you have been the best about this. For 10 years of our lives, Sean was in Congress and four days out of three weeks a month, he was gone in DC. Four days a week. For four days a week so, for yeah. three weeks out of the month, at least. And then other times he was traveling and doing, he was just gone a lot. And Sean was so good about staying in touch with me and filling me in on my day. And you see in Congress, a lot of relationships get strained. And I think ours really thrived despite all the pressures. And I give you a lot of credit for this, Sean, is that you were really, really good about saying, I'm going to take every moment. If I'm walking to a vote, I'm going to call Rachel and catch up with her and fill her in on what's going on. I was not like that. When I would go to New York, when I first started going to New York, you know, once a month, once every couple months, for me, it felt like, oh, I was stressed until I left. And then once I left, I wanted to unplug from everybody. And that really hurt your feelings. And I had to kind of go, well, I, I mean, at first I was like, kind of like, hey, what's what's the problem? I'm, I'm back. I'm here. But I think you were so right about insisting, A, that you continue to stay in touch with me so we don't lead separate lives and that you insist that I afford you that same respect. If I stopped calling you, Again, so in Congress, it's busy. I mean, you have meetings every 15 minutes. You're going to the House floor to vote. You've got committee hearings. But uh, there's always time to, to call your spouse. And again, it might only be for three minutes. It might be yeah. for 10 minutes. And you might we might be on the call and then like someone approaches me. I'm like, I, get, I got to go and I got to hang up. And we were just and the same thing would happen to you in, in, in New York when, you, when you'd go out for Fox. We were very flexible if someone had to just quickly jump off the phone. But I was sharing who I was who I was seeing, what meetings I was having, what yeah. votes were going through, you know, what issues or good things were happening with my staff in the office. And I wanted the same from you. Like, uh, who did and I just wanted I to was... sit in my hotel room and like have no one bother me. No one. I'd sleep alone in my hotel bed. No one would pee on me. No kids would pee on no me. No one would kick you. No, like <laughs> I was so happy in a hotel room. So but... I told, I would tell Rachel what you see. You want to put me on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, and, and go off and, a and little bit, I did. But you were right. Off the shelf when you came home, I'm like, no, we're never off the shelf. That's right. We're never and off the shelf. We're always in. And again, and I would say I've seen in other people's and other marriages, I saw women who their best friend, the person they confided to was somebody else, maybe somebody from work, maybe their best friend, maybe a, a girlfriend of theirs. And I think the key to our success is we truly are each other's best friends. And so if something happens in my life, Whatever it is, it could be the smallest thing, like I tripped and fell, or <laughs> I just got this, you know, amazing phone call about this job offer, or whatever it is. The first thing I want to talk to, the first person I want to talk to, the only person I need to tell, it did, it's like it didn't even happen until I tell Sean. And that is how our relationship is. And I think that that friendship grows. And I think if you allow other people to take that place in your marriage, what you will start to see is that you will grow apart and you will see too, Sean, you know, we, we read the tabloids and you see like these celebrity relationships where everything's like hot and heavy. And they're like, you're like, Oh my God, they're the perfect couple. And then like a year and a half later, they're like divorced. And part of that is that celebrities often 
you know, go work on a movie somewhere and they're separated. And I think if you are not on those times that you're on work trips or whatever, if you're not 100 percent in touch with, you know, as much as you can with your spouse, if you allow somebody else to take that intimate friend, you know, confidant spot of your spouse, I think things break down. Well, and, the, and the reason this is such a dangerous point for marriages, I think, is because, yeah. again, you you have two parents oftentimes working. You know, you're going off, you have your own job, your your own colleagues, each of you have that. And then you're coming home and you're managing kids and you don't want to have a life that's outside the life of your wife or your husband. And so sharing the things that happen in the office and who you're seeing and in contact with the office and who the players are in your life. That's really important. So we're, again, sharing the things that are happening during our day. So I don't have a, a group of people. It's like, I can't tell you because you, you don't know. You don't understand them, Rachel, or you don't know who they are. It's right. Like, no. I know everybody that's You in know everybody circle. that I know. Yeah. That's right. And that's really important. And again, I think a lot of couples don't do that. And therefore, they grow apart and can lead a separate life. And again, we don't want to lead any other life than one together. And that's what's, I think, so important in making sure you share the life with your spouse, no matter what it is, the big yeah. and the small. I stubbed my toe on the way home. Oh, great. Thanks for sharing, Sean. (laughs) We'll be back with much more after this. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned. Every baby is a miracle from God, worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Okay, so the next thing was compromise. I mean, it seems so obvious, but... It's not always obvious if a relationship isn't built on as much as possible. Obviously, relationships are never 50-50 every single time, but there should be some balance and there has to be a level of compromise. And I mean, Sean's pretty easygoing, so you make it really easy. There's very few things that Sean like puts his foot down on. And when he does, he means it. And but other things like, you know, decorating the house, he's like, do your thing. I love that about you, by the way. It's what I love about you. And I think like, even like, I'll just, cause we just came out of Christmas. It's, it's like, there's compromise. This is a, maybe a dumb example, but Christmas movies, like Rachel likes old movies. And I've started to like a couple of them. I, I like, it's a wonderful life. Uh, that's a classic. White for Christmas. Us. White Christmas is, is awesome. I don't like holiday Inn so much, but I make like, I might go, well, I want to watch as a Christmas movie, Die Hard. Right. And <laughs> uh, I, it, obviously, Rachel's not going to go for that. My daughter's fiance would love to watch Die Hard as a Christmas movie with me. We're guys, but we compromise on kind of what we'll we'll watch. Even we in our agree fight, on Elf. In our, we agree on we Elf. Do. But in our but even in our fights, I think you always can't be right. And even if I disagree, disagree sometimes I think I'm always right. Rachel though. does well. Again, I've, I would say if, if I get twenty percent in this relationship, I'm a winner. That's my <laughs> compromise. Can but, I tell everybody what what the, the best they get when I get on? So I'm very, I'm a kind of a neat freak. 
And so I think one of the things that we probably argue the most about is the division of labor in the house. So I'm very much like, you know, I like things to be nice and clean. And sometimes I want Sean to do things the way I do. Like one of my frustrations is if I go off to the office, go to work, and then I come back, you know, if Sean goes to work and comes back, there's like homemade soup on the stove. Everything's clean. The house are all tidy. If I come home, it's not like that. And it will just drive me crazy. I'm like, God, I can't. You just like, I can't. I just got back from work. The last thing I want to do is see this mess. And then Sean will say, are you sure you really wanted to marry yourself? <laughs> and again, <laughs> the best I, I just, I don't do it to her standard, but I still, did you I'll, want to marry yourself? <laughs> I will, I will clean the house. Sometimes, Yes, but you're uh, right. I, I, I put my expectation on you and I need to compromise. You know, there's other things that Sean does that I can't do. And sometimes it's how, how worth it is it to me, right? Do I really want to dig into this and fight on this one? I'm like, you know what? I don't care enough. I'll let it go. And there's other things I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to let this one go. It's like, yeah. you, you, I mean, I think you're wrong. I can tell when we get in a fight about um, like, like something that you're really, I'm, there's a certain point where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to win this one. The point he doesn't injustice. dig his heels in much on this one. He's going to, I'm just, there's an injustice in this and I have to fight. <laughs> I, have to fight. I can't give up. But, can, can I, can I tell you something else that's happened in our fight? So early in our marriage, like I would win all the fights <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm Latin and I know how to fight. And then, Little by little, Sean started. So, A, I started to learn to compromise more because Sean comes from a really huge, giant family of like 10. He's, he's the 10th of 11. And so there's, I think he grew up having to see people compromise more. I think that's actually been a benefit for you. I hope that's a benefit for our kids. But also, like, he also picked up some bad Hispanic habits for me. And sometimes I have to say, there is only room for one Latina in this family. And by the way, Sean thinks he's Puerto Rican because they made him an honorary citizen of Puerto Rico I because am. of his work. And Rico. I have to remind him, I'm like, you know, you are Irish. You're not Puerto Rican. <laughs> you're not allowed to get feisty like that. <laughs> but, 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 to, but to this point, again, if you, if you kind of go, I love you and we can, we can work this out. And there are, I mean, I might just, I might fully disagree with you, but I can at least see what you're saying. I'm like, I get, you're not crazy. I get why you think this. I think you're wrong, but I at least can can understand where you're coming from. I think that's a, that's actually a really healthy point that we get to in our relationship. Yeah. And find, and just finding time to talk it out. I mean, the silent stuff, it doesn't help. You just have to kind of, you know, go, can we talk about it? Make that time to talk about it. If you get into this habit of just simmering and holding grudges you just have can, to go. We're going to talk about it. We're going I, to talk I about one, it. I, yeah. I hear this advice. Never go to, to bed angry. I, I 100% disagree with that. That's because you're not good no, at night. You're no, tired. I, like, I mean, right. So I'm, tired like, I'm not going to resolve anything grumpy. at night. When I I'm wish exhausted. we could. But and I'm yeah, like, listen, it's not going to go well. I'm gonna, listen, it's going to get worse. If we yeah. want to keep, keep talking about it tonight, it's going to get bad. Mm-hmm. Let's wait. And then by about midday the next day. And then day, I'm it's stewing all night. And I'm really mad. I'm okay with that. She can stew. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and the next day we'll, we'll resolve it. Um, so I disagree with those who say, we, you know, don't go to bed angry. Sometimes you have to, and then you have to fix it the next day when you're, when so you're rested. Another thing that we, I think has been good for our marriage is we uh, periodically, we look back on where we come from. So we, we recently put all of our movies on like, what is it? Legacy box. But even oh, yeah. still, before we got that, we would, you know, look back on pictures, look back on videos. Sean was so good about recording stuff in the early part of our our marriage. I, I wish we were a little better at that. But in any case, going back, looking back, seeing where you started, how far you've come, how little the kids were, how little the kids were, how much fun it did. was, how how much you've invested 
in this marriage. And so that when you hit those snags, those rough patches, you're like, I'm not going to throw all of this away for for this fight. Like, I think that's so important because we've created a life together. This is a, a journey that's, you know, that's actually more than 23 years right. old because we met on the real a year world. and a half before that. So, you know, it's almost, it's going on 25 years, quarter of a century. That is a lot that we've built on and a lot that we've created and a lot that we've done. And I think looking back on that and, and really sort of honoring that and acknowledging what we've gone through, what we've, what we've built, I think gives you that strength and that appreciation to go. I'm not going to let this stupid fight about how you never clean out the sink from like, you know, the little basket at the bottom of the sink. Sean lets the food sit there. It just drives me nuts. I'm not going to let that ruin it. But I think what's important is to go listen. You have a lot of history together, a lot of great time together. And this is a reminder of how much history, how many great, whether it's you two as a couple that went away together or with the kids. And again, I think when you are able to look at that history, you're able to see past whatever fight you're in and try to go, listen, this is, this is really great. And let's, let's continue. And that's why it's so important. Again, take video, take pictures. Sometimes when you're younger, you think you're going to remember all this stuff. I guarantee you, you will forget it. And you'll look back at these, these oh, videos. We just or went through some videos. Like, I'm like, I, I don't even remember that happening. And it's so funny and so oh. fun. And the kids love it when they're older. So um, I, I do think that's important. And then you to, look back and you go, I look so thin. Why was I so down on myself? Okay. So the last thing I think is probably the most important and that's faith. And so I don't, you know, for Sean and I, when we got married, in the Catholic church, it's a sacrament. And what that means is that Sean and I aren't the only ones that got married that day. There were three people that got married that day. It was Sean, myself, and God. And so every time that we go through struggles or we have fights or we have you know difficult moments and even the happy moments, the idea is that we're in this with somebody else. And so I know some people will like loosely throw around. I'm getting divorced. I'm leaving. I mean, in the Catholic church, they don't even allow for divorce technically. And so that's just not an option for us. It's not an option for us. We made a commitment with God to see this through and we're just going to work it out. We're going to figure it out. And I think when you have that as the overriding feeling, then there's no out. You just got to work it out. And I think both of us have been really blessed. Neither of our parents' marriages are perfect, but they're both still together. And I think that's been a, an amazing example for both of us. Yeah. And I, and I think um, it, it is. And again, we've seen our parents work through struggles. And listen, every marriage has issues. And you know, I've, I, I know some couples that'll be like, we never fight. And it's like, well, I always go, I'm, Ooh, they're going to get divorced soon. Yeah. Cause I mean, everybody, <laughs> when I hear that, I'm like, that's, someone, that one's not going to last. <laughs> you're going to fight. You're going to argue. Yeah. You're going to have hard times. Um, and when I have new couples, I'm like, so how's it going after the first year? And, and you almost got to chuckle because Sean, you, you have to, you have our to first work. year was the worst. It wasn't was, it? It was, I honestly did not think we would make it. Through. Can I just tell a quick story about our first marriage, sure. our first year of marriage? So within the first few months, I was like, oh my God, I think I made a mistake. And I called my mom. And I said, mom, I was crying. I was upset. I was like, I don't think I was, I, I, I think I made a mistake. I need, I, I, I'm coming home. And my mom, she's like this tough Spanish woman. And she said, I'm sorry, 
You no longer have a home here. Work it out with your husband. Click. <laughs> Why, and I'll what? tell you. I never heard that story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. She's heard it a million times. Um, so that was the best lesson ever because I didn't have an escape hatch. <laughs> I had to work it out. I thought for us the first year was the hardest because it required a lot of adjusting and you know, to losing your losing your freedom and losing your your patterns of life. But it has been up from there, but it, man. But it's, but it's it hard, it's, it's hard to there. live with someone. It's hard to compromise with someone when you're used to having that autonomy and freedom yourself. And it gets to be really challenging. And again, if you if you kind of fight it out, if you work it out, you argue it out, you love it out, you find yourself in a place where marriage is really great. Marriage is it is one of the, it is the greatest institution. It's it wonderful. Is. It's the foundation of society. But again, nothing that's great comes easy. Getting that's a gold right. medal in the Olympics, winning the Stanley Cup, that's great. But it didn't come easy. It took a lot of work to yeah. get there. And marriage is great. But like every great thing, it takes a lot of work and sacrifice and time. And that's what we're, I think that's the overall theme. And, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the, and the, but it can be fun. And the Sean. side of it's faith, fun too. If you make fun. sure that you add yeah. these things that we're talking about, but you, you can have 95% of it fun and 5% bad. And that 5% bad can ruin everything. And that's why you have to work through that 5 or 10% yeah. that's bad and remind yourself of the 95% that's so great. Remind yourself why. I actually fell in love with this person. And I think for us, we're good friends. We're good friends. We're best friends. There's no one else that sh I share more with than I share with you. I share my whole life with you. And sometimes the nitty gritty, stupid stuff we share together. And I think that's what's key. And again, we can get consumed by our jobs, but also by the kids who I can hear screaming outside yeah, our door right now. But we know that if we don't build this and bond this and have friendship and time, it won't work. And again, when we have that time and that friendship and those good moments, it makes it easier to work through the harder times that we that we have. And again, every marriage has them and you, you're you able to get through them better because um, of all the work you've done through the good times of sharing the cup of coffee, of doing that every year getaway for a day or a week um, to, to, again, build upon the strength of the marriage and um, and and it's that. also a gift to your kids, not just because a strong marriage is good for kids, but also because I think that kids need to know that marriage can work and that it can be fun and that it's not, you know, a slog or it's not going to be a, you know, tie you down or anything like that. I mean, I think our kids look at our marriage and it's not perfect. They've seen they've definitely seen us, you know, angry at each other. And but they also see us make up. And I think that's important. I think. I think it's a big reason why her daughter is only, you know, she's 22 years old and she's planning on getting married this year. I think when when you model that for them, I think they see that marriage can be a good thing. Well, I think they see they do get to see some of the some of the hard times, but yeah. they also I mean, most of it is great times and they see, oh, I want to have this in my life as well. This seems like it's our a, parents it's, are still friends. And, yeah, the, the friendship and the fun and all that. So, no, you're right. It's a great modeling for our kids. We'll be right back with much more after this. Since the 1970s, working-class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. 
For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. You know, when I was single, I remember I asked my mom, you know, what, what's the most important thing in marriage? And my mom, who's like, as I've told you, she, I, she just always surprises me with the things she said. She said, just make sure he's really good looking because that'll help you get through the hard times. <laughs> and honestly, I do think attraction is really important. And I, and to that note, I want to add to our list that taking care of yourself is important that you you know, I had about 10 years where I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Congress, thanks a lot for making my marriage harder. <laughs> thanks, it's tough. You're traveling and you're in meetings. They're giving you, you know, rubber chicken dinners and take out potatoes. on the road. That's right. No you're time good, to work out. You're in good shape now. But, but I do think like keeping yourself, you know, feeling good, looking good, working out, working out together if you can. It's a great way to, to spend time together. Um, but yeah, I think that's important too. And we didn't mention that earlier, but I think that's an important part. I, and I want to make one last point and just, and I believe this for our marriage. I think we help each other a lot. Yeah. I help you, you help me. We build each other's careers. And I just know from my perspective, I wouldn't have done most of the things I've done in my life if it hadn't been for you. We have different skill sets and you lend me yours and I have different skill sets than you and yeah. I lend you mine. And you like know, I we, can't balance we, a checkbook. We are good partners, but also like sometimes when you were doing Fox and Friends, I'd be like, okay, I'll get up at three in the morning with you. Yeah, when I was we'll, first learning to do it, that listen, Fox and we'll, Friends is one of the hardest shows to learn is. how to do. And Sean would get up at like you know three in the morning and help me figure out how to do it and kind of be my my guide. I remember when I first the first time I got to do prime time, I was so flipping nervous, and you dropped everything you were doing. And you had a lot on your plate and you stayed the week with me in New York and helped me, you know, get my sea legs. I, I called you my emotional support animal because you right. really were. That that's, week. How, that's how helpful I was. I was the emotional support animal. <laughs> but, 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 it was okay. stressful for me. And you, I don't think, honest to God, I could not have made it through that week had you not said, this is important to Rachel. I'm going to take a week off and I'm going to do that. And I think also, you, know, you talk about how we bring different skill sets to the marriage and we, we use that skill set to help each other. You know, that's sort of a Catholic concept too, the complementarity of the sexes, that there are things that I do better than you do, which is why you always go, do you want to marry yourself? No. You know what? In the end, I don't want to marry myself. I want someone who will compliment me, who can bring something into the marriage that I'm not good at and that we can learn from each other. And I think acknowledging that we're two different people, that we bring different skill sets and using those skill sets to lift each other up, to help each other achieve their dreams. A lot of people have asked you, Sean, I mean, it's not a secret that a lot of people wanted you to run for governor mm -hmm. of Wisconsin, including, you know, President Trump trying to set this ball in motion. And, and in the end, you said no. And I think, you know, part, part of it was wanted to prioritize our family, our kids, our marriage. Um, but also you were very open about that. You wanted to support me in what I was doing at Fox and that for 10 years, I, you know, was home kind of, um, tending to things and, and supporting you in your effort. And now you were going to let, you know, give me that time and that to fulfill what I needed to do. 
And that's think, what marriage is about. And, and again, I think in every marriage, we all have different skill sets and you got to be generous with yours. You want to give them to your wife and have her give them Aww, to you, right? I mean, you cry. you want- Are you, you trying you to make want, another baby, Sean? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, with that, <laughs> with that, this has been a great podcast. Red after, 20, been a, after nine kids, that's going to turn you, make you blush? It, a little bit, it does. Um, but maybe it shouldn't. But again, I think again th- these are these are these are just kind of our thoughts on on our yeah. marriage and our, our relationship. And I get I think if you do, let's make sure just recap, and then we'll we'll let everyone go. Kind <laughs> of move on. He's totally still frazzled. <laughs> okay, go, Rachel. I know. Listen, I hope when we post this that you know people will give us their ideas. I mean, every marriage, as you said, every marriage is different. Every marriage brings, you know, strengths and, and weaknesses to, to the table and people have to work it out in their own ways. These are the things that we brought. We brought a lot. Can I just say one of the things that was a big thing that we did, you and I did a, a lot of time. We spent a lot of time dissecting our own parents' marriage, just not in a negative way, but also in positive ways. Like, cause the truth is we bring everything with us into the marriage. Right. And I think you have to go, what are the things that our parents did that were great that really made that marriage better? And what are the things that I want to improve on and and change? And what are the patterns that I'm bringing to the marriage? And I guess it goes back to the original thing we talked about, which is we can, people sit down and they dissect their business plans and their companies and their their retirement and their their retirement plans plans and their finances. It's like, you got to spend that kind of time dissecting and building and improving and analyzing your marriage and your lives and what you brought to the marriage and what you need to work on and what needs to be improved upon. We touch base a lot throughout the week on our family life, on our marriage. And I think that that's really a key to it. Like we, you know, you know, so people say, show me your checkbook and I'll show you what you value. Um, You know, time is money too. So what are you putting your time into? If you're putting your time into this relationship, chances are you're probably getting going to get something out of it. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And sometimes, like, again, you, you might, as in a relationship, you kind of can go back and forth. Like, sometimes, like, we're in a space now where I, I'm, I'm pushing Rachel on a number of different things. She's like, too much information. But I'm pushing her. Oh, no, no. Um, and there's been different times where she was pushing me because there's different needs and we see different things at different times. And Again, she's always receptive to it. But I want to go back to the, one of the points you made about our, our family. Way, I just started laughing because I started thinking about, show me your checkbook and I'll show you what you value. And I, kept, I in, in my head, I kept thinking, TJ Maxx. I must tell you TJ Maxx. <laughs> I tell you Walmart. <laughs> go ahead. Um, oh, and was, there's some things in our families that we don't want to bring into our marriage and into our family. We want to, we want to leave those things behind. And oh. if we do bring them in, if I bring them from my family, you'll remind me to go, Hey, listen, I think that's what you're bringing in that we kind of didn't want to have here. And I'll do the same Likewise, thing to yeah. you. And again, we have, we came from great families and there's a lot of wonderful things we, we, we have taken with us from those families, but there's some yeah, stuff. Not the least want. of the longevity of those marriages. Yeah. And so again, I think analyzing that, cause we are, we are creatures of, of habit um, and patterns and, and, that's right. and histories. And you're going to oftentimes do what you saw your parents do. And there's great things maybe there, but there's not so great things. And yeah. try to think through and stop the pattern of the bad things or the not so great things. from. Or you your can childhood. develop patterns just by the nature of the way your life goes. And sometimes you need to go, hey, let's not do that. Do you remember, Sean, early in our marriage when you he discovered a book on drinks, on like mixology? And so he started to like 
make brand, you know, brandy old fashions are a big deal in, um, Wisconsin. in Wisconsin. So we started making brandy old fashioned. That was kind of fun. Right. And then like time went on and I was like noticing, like it went from one brandy Manhattan before I went to bed to like two. And I was like, after a while, I'm like, no, I really don't want to be married to J.R. Ewing. You remember like in <laughs> Dallas, how they like, they just would walk across like the room and there would always be like a, some sort of like, like bar area and they just pour a drink. I always thought that was so amazing. Cause I never saw that in anybody growing up. But anyway, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to, you know, that was bad habit that you started. And I was like, I don't mind a beer here and there. I don't mind if you make yourself a drink now and then, but I don't want to be married to a double brandy old fashioned every night guy. So like, we stopped that. that. Was bad. So we stopped that. We one. nipped that one in the bud <laughs> um, for sure. So that's the, that, 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 right, that JR? We, I only had about two months of that. And then that was, that I was like, no, end. that's not going to work for me. <laughs> that was, I, got used to, I got used to that early on, but she started that right away. That was like, an, yeah, that's another, 30. that's another tip. Started Stop, early. Cut the bad habits quick. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll listen. Again. Well, anyway, I hope people like this conversation kind of free flowing of what, what works for us. I hope we end up hearing a lot about what works and, and, and doesn't work in other people's marriages. We all can learn from each other. That's right. We all, and this is, so share with us what you uh, have that works for you. And again, I think a conversation about marriage and especially at a time when there's an attack on marriage and family, we should share the good things, uh, yes. the great things about our, our, our families and our marriages that make them work, make them strong. Let's make sure we make marriages great again. Oh, make families great again. I can make a campaign <laughs> slogan out of that. But it's true. That, and, and again, again, and I think everyone who's who, who looks at culture the way we do, we see the attack. And um, I think if we're going to save the country, we're going to save it through our marriages and our families. Yeah, and, one marriage, one family at a time. Um, and, I agree and, with you. And, and again, I was in Congress. I couldn't save America. The only thing I truly can save is my family and my marriage. And if all of us do that, we are going to have a great future for this country. Um, and again, it doesn't start with kids. It starts with, you know, husbands and wives. And that's, right. that's why we wanted to talk about this. And that's why we value um, our relationship so much. So right. we want to thank you all for joining us today on From the Kitchen Table. That's right. And um, yeah, it's a great conversation. We but, don't need any guests. We just need each other, Sean. Maybe this, this, this is like our coffee time. Like we're talking yeah, this through is our, stuff. our coffee. Conference. We'll this talk, is what it's really like. around the Christmas. Have a cup of coffee sure. or do a podcast together. Whatever. Um, that's go right. for a walk. Go on a boat ride. Well, I've enjoyed the conversation, Sean. And by the way, if you did too, let us know. Subscribe, rate, and review this podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. We hope to see you around the kitchen table next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.